0: Welcome to Lit Reading. I'm Don McDonald. People dream of success. Those ambitions can often be prodigious. Rarely, however, do our future business strategies develop as quickly as do those for The Great American Pie Company by Ellis Parker Butler. Chapter One. If you take a pie and cut it in two, the track of your knife will represent the course of Mud River through the town of Gloning, and that part of the pie to the left of your knife will be the east side, while the part to the right will be the west side. Away out on the edge of the pie, where the town fritters away into the fields and shanties on the east side, dwells Mrs. Deacon, and a fatter, better natured creature never trod the crust of the earth or made the crust of a pie. Being in reduced circumstances, Owing to the inability of Mr. Deacon to appreciate the beneficial effects of work, Mrs. Deacon turned her famous baking ability to account and in a small way began selling her excellent homemade pies to those who liked a superior article. In time, Mrs. Deacon established a considerable trade among the people of Gloning, and Mr. Deacon was rested from his customary seat on the back steps to make daily delivery trips with the Deacon homemade pies. Ephraim Deacon was a deep thinker and philosopher. He was above his environment, or at least he felt so, and while waiting for opportunity to approach and give his talents full vent, he scorned labor. So he sat around a good deal, and chawed a good deal, and smoked. But if you will return to your plate of gloaning, you will see on the pie, far over on the west side, where the scallops lay over the edge of the plate, a little spot that is burned a bit too brown. This is the home of Mrs. Phineas Doolittle, as base and servile an imitator as ever infringed on another person's monopoly. For, seeing and hearing of the success of Mrs. Deacon's pies, Mrs. Doolittle put a few extra pieces of hickory in her stove, got out her rolling pin, and became a competitor, even to making Mr. Doolittle deliver her pies. The Deacon pies had sold readily at ten cents, three for a quarter. The Doolittle pie entered the field at eight cents, three for twenty cents. Mrs. Deacon stood this as long as possible, and then she decided to stand it no longer unless she had to. F you good-for-nothing lazy animal,' she remarked to her husband one morning, as she started him on his rounds. "'If you was a man, I'd send you over to talk to that do-little woman. But you ain't, so it ain't no use sending you.' But if you meet up with that lazy, good-for-nothing husband of hers, you give him a piece of my mind and let him know what I think of them that come stealing away my business and breaking down prices, which I don't wonder at her pies not being in the same class as mine, as everybody knows. If you was any good, you'd mash his head in for him just to show her what I think of them. But there... "'Like it as not, if you do catch up with him, "'you two will sit and gossip like two old grannies, "'which is all you're good for, either of you.' "'Thus being admonished, "'F. Deacon set forth to deliver his pies. "'As he reached the bridge over Mud River, Finny Doolittle, with a basket of pies on each arm, "'started to cross the bridge from the opposite side. "'And the two men, if Mrs. Deacon will allow me, "'met in the middle of the bridge, "'and with a common impulse,' put down their baskets, and wiped their brows. "'Howdy, Finn. Blame hot day today, hey?' remarked F. "'Howdy, howdy, F,' replied Phineas. "'Tis so. Some smatterin' a warmth in the air, ain't it?' "'To know if I know if I ever knew one much hotter,' said F. "'How's the pie business over your way?' "'Well, now,' said Finn, tain't what you'd call good,' nor it ain't what you'd call bad. I don't know what I would call it, unless I call it about fair to middling. How's it over your way? Well, F said, I don't know. I ain't got no real cause to complain, I reckon, but it does seem as if the prices on pies was getting too low to make it worthwhile for a man to keep his woman over a hot stove a day like this.' "'It don't seem right for folks to break into business "'and cut the liver out of prices.' "'Oh, now, F,' Fenix postulated, "'you ain't got no cause for to say that. "'A man's got to do something to get started, ain't he?' "'If we're going to fight this out,' said F calmly, "'I move we adjourn over yon into the shade and set down to it. "'This ain't no question for to settle "'in no two shakes of a ram's tail, Phineas." and we might as well settle it right now and get shed of it. I dare say you're right in that, F., Phineas agreed, and we'll just kite over yonder and set out and figure the whole blame business out, so as we won't have to bother about it no more. Chapter 2 When the two men were comfortably settled in the shade and had lighted their pipes, Eph as the senior in the trade and the party with a complaint opened his mouth to speak. But before the words came forth, Phineas outflanked him and let fly a thunderbolt. "'F,' he said, "'you got to lower down your pie prices to even up with what mine are.' F looked at his companion in astonishment. "'Lower down my prices?' he ejaculated. "'You be crazy, Finn, Plum crazy. Don't I give a bigger pie and a better pie than what you do?' Well, then, remarked Phineas with a sly twinkle in his eye. How do you reckon I can hush my prices up any? Maybe you think I can get ten cents for a small mean pie while you ask ten cents for a big good one. My idea is that if we want to run along nice and smooth and not have no trouble, what we want to do is get together and go in cahoots and then it don't make no difference what we sell at. I'm again trusts, said F coldly. "'So am I,' said Phineas. "'Who said anything about trusts? "'All we want to do is even things up a bit. First thing you know, "'you'll get mad and cut your prices down to eight cents, "'and I'll have to drop to six, "'and you'll come to six, "'and I'll go to four, "'and you'll go to four, "'and I'll sell pies at two, "'and you'll put your pies down to two cents, and blame my hide if I don't give pies away. Dog me if I don't. Eph looked worried. Oh, come on now, Finn, he said anxiously. You won't up and do that, will you? Dog me if I don't, Finn said stubbornly. F arose and shook his fist at Phineas. You old idiot!" he yelled. I'll teach you. And bending over, he seized a large, soft pie and slapped it down over the head of the seated Phineas. In a moment, the two men were standing face to face, fists clenched and breath coming short and fast, each waiting for the other to strike the first blow. But neither struck. F's eyes fell to Phineas's shoulder where a large fragment of pie had lodged. Phineas moved slightly and the pie fragment wavered, tottered, and F reached out his hand quickly to catch it, and Phineas dodged and, closing in, grasped him around the waist and pulled him down. F sank upon his knees, and Phineas followed him. And the two men, nose to nose, eye to eye, looked at each other and grinned. If we won't fight this thing out, said F, let's go over in the shade and set down. It's too blame hot for wrestling. Chapter three. I reckon you see now how your plan would work out, said Phineas. We'd give away nigh-on to a thousand pies, and all because we didn't use hoss cents. I'm again-trust, same as you. I'd vote any day to down any of them big fellers, but a little private agreement between gentlemen don't hurt nobody. What I say is get together and fix on a fair price and stick to it. Just what I said, said F. You lift your prices up to ten cents, never in this green world, said Phineas. Contrariwise, you drop your grade of pie down equal to mine and put your price down to eight cents. Not so long as I live, said F. Well, then, said Phineas, it stands this way. If we leave our prices as they be, it means fight and loss to us both. And we won't change them, so what's to be done? F. looked out over the river gloomily. Dog me if I know, he sighed. "'There's just one thing,' said Phineas. "'We got to form a stock company, you and me, "'and put all our earnings together, "'and then, every so often, divide up even. "'Then if I sell more pies because mine are eight cents, "'you'll get your half of all I sell, "'and if you sell more because your pies are bigger and better, "'I'll get my share of what you sell. "'And when things get going all right, "'we'll raise up the price all around.' "'Say my pies to ten cents and yours to twelve. and "'Being in cahoots, there won't be nobody to say we shan't do it "'and we'll lay aside that extra profit to build up the business.' "'Phineas,' said F. solemnly, "'it's a wonder I didn't think of that myself.' "'Ain't it now?' asked Phineas. "'But I've give this thing some thought, "'and I ain't begun to tell you where it ends.' I wanted to see how you took it before I let it all out on you. Eph leaned forward eagerly. Go on, he said. Let it out on me now. When the only two homemade pie bakers get together like we'll be, said Phineas triumphantly, I'd like to know who'll stop us from lifting up the price, huh? Them that don't like to pay our prices, they can eat baker's pies and welcome. I know some folks in this town, Eph said that wouldn't eat baker's pies if they had to pay twenty-five cents apiece for homemade. He paused to consider this pregnant statement, and then added, But I reckon the bakers would get away with the heap of our trade if we'd begun lifting our prices too much. Phineas's eyes snapped. They would, hey? He said, laughing. Maybe they would, and maybe they wouldn't. What do you suppose we'd be doing with all that surplus we'd accumulate? come strawberry season, we'd buy up every strawberry that come to gloaning. We'd pay more than anybody could afford to and add the difference to our strawberry pie price because we'd have the only strawberry pies in town. And what strawberries we couldn't use right off, we'd can for winter pies. And as other fruits come in, we'd buy them up the same way. But we wouldn't be mean We'd open a fruit store and sell folks fruit at a good high price if they'd sign an agreement not to use any for pie. And in a little while, the bakers would get sick and sell out their shops to us for almost nothing, and then we'd go into the baking business big. We'd bake cakes and bread, then, said F eagerly. Cakes and bread and donuts and buns and everything, said Phineas with enthusiasm. We get one big bake shop and save on expenses and shove up the price of stuff a little and just coin money. We ought to get at it quick, said F. We oughtn't to waste no time. What do you reckon to be a good name for the company? I've fixed it all up, said Phineas. We'll call it the American Pie Company Incorporated, and being as only you and me will be in it, we'll each have to be officers. I'm going to be president, exclaimed F with all the eagerness of a boy. All right, F, said Phineas. We don't want to have no more fights, and I want to do what's right, so you can be president. I'll be treasurer, F thought for a minute. He knew Phineas well. I want to do what's right, too, he said at last. You can be president. I'll be treasurer. I guess maybe we better take turns being treasurer. "'Suggested Phineas. "'All right,' said F. "'I want my turn first. <music> Chapter 4 When the two men had settled the treasurer question, they smoked a while in silence, each lost in thought, and as they thought, their brows clouded. "'Say, F,' said Phineas at length. "'What be you thinking that makes you look so glum?' F. shook his head sadly. "'I've been looking ahead, Finn,' he said. "'Way ahead.' "'And I see a snag. I don't hold it again, you Finn, but the thing won't pan out.' "'What—what you run up again, F?' asked Phineas solicitously. "'Fruit,' said F. dolefully. "'Loads of it, Finn. What if we do gather in all the fruit that comes to town?' "'Ain't there just dead loads and loads of fruit in these here United States? "'And the minute we get to putting up the price, it'll get noised all about, "'and farmers will pile in here with fruit and undercut us.' "'He sighed. 'Twas a good business while it lasted, Finn. "'But it didn't last long.' "'Phineas lay back on the grass and laughed long and squeakily. "'Is that all the farther ahead you looked, F. Deacon?' "'He asked when he had recovered his breath.' Any old fool ought to know that the second year we was in business, we'd buy up all the fruit in the United States. F.'s face cleared, and he smiled again. But Phineas's face clouded. "'What worries me, F?' he said. "'Was about paying such high prices for fruit as them blamed farmers would likely ask. "'Near I won't stand it neither, will you? "'Not by blamed sight, Finn,' said F. I won't let nobody downtrod me, but—he asked anxiously—how you going to stop it? Phineas dug his heel in the soft turf. We got to buy out the farms, he announced decisively, and hire the farmers to run them. Think we can afford it, Finn? asked F. We don't want to go putting our money into nothing losing. We got to afford it, said Finn. "'We're in this thing so deep now we can't go back, "'and we'll need part of the farms anyhow for our wheat.' "'Our wheat?' asked F, puzzled. "'Be we going to sell wheat, Finn?' "'Sell wheat?' said Finn with disgust. "'No such fools. "'Won't we need all the wheat this country can grow "'to keep our big flour mills running? "'When we own all the flour mills in the country, "'it stands to reason we'll have to own all the wheat, don't it?' F. looked at his companion with open mouth. Mills! he ejaculated. What for do we want to own all the mills? Phineas waved his hand in the air. Tain't want to, he said decisively. It's have to. I didn't say we'd buy all the mills, because I thought you'd surely see for yourself that we'd have to buy them. Now, I ain't kicking, Finn, said F. in a consolating tone. If you say buy the mills, we'll buy them. I'm ready and willing any time you are. All I ask is why. That's all I ask. Why? Well, sir, explained Phineas, if our bakery here puts up the price of bread, the outside bakeries will ship in bread if we don't buy out the outside bakeries. And once we start, we got to buy out every bakery in the country. And when we do that... "'We've got to own all the mills so no one else can get any flour to start baking. "'And to keep everybody else from starting mills, we've got to own all the wheat belt. "'It's the only way to be on the safe side, F.' Eph crossed his knees and smoked silently, nodding his head slowly the while. "'I'd say you're right, Finn,' he admitted at length. "'But you ain't far-seeing enough. Just suppose, for instance—' "'It come time to ship a lot of flour from our mills to the bakeries, "'and then them lumber fellows up north "'won't furnish timber to supply our barrel factories.' "'Phineas laughed. "'We'd use sacks,' he said shortly. "'Well,' said Eph. "'spose, just spose, for instance, "'that about the time we needed cotton to run our cloth mills "'to make sacks for our flour,' He paused. We would run our own cloth mills, wouldn't we, Finn? He asked. Surely, surely, replied Phineas. All right, continued F. Suppose them cotton growers down south and them timber growers up north won't let us have no cotton or no timber. What then? You're right, Eph, He said. American Pie has got to buy out the timber belt and the cotton belt. "'I'm glad you thought of it. "'It shows you take an interest in the business, "'even if you did interrupt me "'when I was thinking of a mighty important point.' "'What's that?' asked Guff. "'We gotta buy out the railroads,' said Phineas. "'Once we own them, we can get proper freight rates.' "'Ain't you afraid maybe some of them foreign countries'll ship in flour or fruit or crackers?' "'asked Guff. "'How can they when we put the tariff up like we will?' asked Phineas. "'Of course, while we're buying up these other things, we've got to buy up Congress.' "'Finn!' exclaimed F suddenly. "'We'll have a dickens of a tax bill to pay.' "'We'll swear off taxes,' said Phineas shortly. F relapsed into meditation. "'Why, Finn?' he said at length. "'We'll be as good as bosses of these United States, won't we?' "'Surely we will,' Finn replied. Do you suppose I'm doing all this work and taking all this worry just for the money? What do I care for a few millions more or less, F, when I got millions and millions? What I want is power. I want to have this here nation so that when I say come, it will come, and when I say go, it will go, and when I say dance, it will dance. He stood up and inflated his thin breast and tapped it with his forefinger. F, he said. "'With this here American Pie Company going, you and me can say to them big-trust men, "'Eat dirt, and they'll eat it, and be glad to get off so easy. We can't—' He paused and glanced up the road uneasily. He shaded his eyes and looked closely at the distant figure of a stout woman who was waddling in their direction. "'Skip! Skip!' he exclaimed. "'Here comes your wife!' F. rolled over and made a dash on his hands and knees for his basket of pies. Phineas was already walking rapidly up the road. (music) Chapter 5 The stout woman was not Mrs. Deacon. She turned off the street before the truant pie-men had gone many steps, and they returned to the grass beside the bridge. For some reason they were not so jubilantly hopeful. Dog it! "'said F., as they seated themselves in the shade. "'I wish to goodness I hadn't mashed that pie on you, Finn. "'I don't know what on earth I'm going to say to her about it. "'She's pesky-stingy with her pies these days. "'Same way up to my house,' said Phineas. "'But that'll all be different when we get the American Pie Company going. "'I guess we'll likely have pie every day then, hey? "'And not have nobody's nails in our hair, neither.' "'Speaking of nails,' said F, but not enthusiastically, "'I think we'd better make our own nails. "'We'll need a lot of them to crate up pies and bread to ship.' "'Yes,' said Phineas. "'And we'll just take over the steel business while we're about. "'We'll have a department to do building. "'There ain't any use paying other folks a big profit to build our mills. "'And we might as well do building for other folks. "'When we'll need steel for our railroads.' F. began to grow enthusiastic again. We ought to build our own mines, too, he suggested. And run our own stores to sell our bread and pies in every town, said Finn. And our own canning factories to can our fruit, said F. And our own can factories to make the cans, added Finn. We'll have to have our own tin and iron mines, of course, said F and our own printing shops for labels and advertising and show bills. "'Better buy out the magazines and newspapers. We can use them,' said Finn. "'Yes,' agreed F. "'And have our own paper mills.' "'Certainly,' said Phineas. "'There's good money in all them. We'll make more than them that's running of them now. We'll economize on help.' "'That's right,' said F. "'By consolidating, we can do away with one-third of the help.' "'We'll have a whopping big payroll as it is.' "'Well,' said Phineas, "'you've got to pay fair wages where you have to depend on your help.' "'Fair wages is all right,' said F. "'But nowadays they want the whole hog. "'You don't hear of nothing but labor, unions, and strikes. "'If you and me put our money into a big thing like American Pie, "'we take all the risk and then the labor and men want all the profits, "'it ain't square.' No, it ain't, said Phineas. And if you don't pay them more than you can afford, they strike right at your busiest time. They could put us out of business in one year. First the farmers would strike at harvest, and all our fruit and wheat would go to rot. Then the flour mill hands would strike, and the wheat get wormy and no good. Then the bakers would strike, and no bread in the country. We'd most likely be lynched by the mobs. F. thought deeply for a while and the more he thought, the more doleful he became. Phineas, he said at length, I don't know how you feel about it, but I think this American pie business is most too risky to put our money into. Phineas had also been thinking, and his face offered no encouragement. F, he said, You're right there. If our farmers and millers and bakers did strike and folks starved to death, we'd like as not be impeached and tried for treason or something, and put in jail for life if our necks wasn't broke by a rope. I like money, but not so much as to have that happen. Neither do I, said Eph. And I've been thinking of another thing. Could we get our old women to go into this thing? My wife ain't so far sighted as I be. "'And just at first, until we made a million or two, "'we'd have to sort of depend on them to do the bacon.' "'Well, now that you put it right at me,' said Phineas. "'I don't know as my wife would take right up with it either. "'She seems bound to do just the contrary of what I want her to do. "'But I don't know as I'd care to put money into anything "'while these here labor unions keep acting up.' "'I don't know as I would either,' said F.' I guess maybe we better let this thing lay over till the labor unions sort of play out. What say? I reckon you're right, agreed Phineas. I guess we better mosey along with these here pies, too. The two men rose from their shady seats, and Phineas swung his baskets upon his arm. But F. seemed to be considering a delicate question. That there pie I mashed? he said at length. I don't know what to say to my wife about it. "'She'll like to take my scalp off when she finds out I'm ten cents shy.' "'Dog me if I ain't glad it wasn't my pie,' said Finn heartily. F. coughed. "'You don't reckon as maybe you could give me the loan of a dime till tomorrow, could you, Finn?' he asked. Phineas grinned. "'Well, now, F,' he said, "'I'd give it to you in a minute if so be I had it. "'But I ain't got a cent to my name.' As a full-time banker and part-time author, Ellis Parker Butler was prolific writing more than 2,000 short stories that were published in well over 200 magazines in the early 20th century. His most famous story is Pigs is Pigs, which I narrated on Lit Reading back in 2019. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast, and if you like what you hear, please tell your friends relatives, neighbors, enemies, anyone. And if you like what you hear, please write a review on Apple Podcasts. I truly enjoy reading them. Thanks for listening. I'm Don McDonald.